Hello, and welcome to the Bremner Boulevard Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Donald Higby, and I'm here with my co-host, Trevor Popoff. Trevor, how are you doing tonight? Could be better. Could be better. There's no need to bury the lead. The Leafs blew a 3-1 lead. They have become the Golden State Warriors, only if they had the playoff success of the Golden State Warriors. This team has cemented its legacy as a meme. So here's what you're not going to get from this podcast tonight. You're not going to get a big picture conversation about the future of the Leafs. Maybe that's something we can examine at another time. But here's what we are going to do. I just want to talk about tonight. I just want to talk about this game and this series. So Trevor, I'm going to start. Who are you most disappointed with tonight? That's a good question. I think I'm most disappointed in, I, I don't know. I, I can't even like be disappointed in anyone. I just think mentally there's such a dark cloud around this team. Um, it's hard to point a finger. It just feels like we were done from the beginning tonight. I mean, part of it is the, the, how important this team is to this city, how, many, how, how passionate the fans are, how the, the history of this team. It's just the, it's a pressure vacuum that makes it impossible to come back from deficits like this. Granted, we shouldn't have been in this situation anyways because we should have closed it out. But I'm, I'm, I'm not mad at anyone in particular. I'm just disappointed and I'm frankly lost as to where we should go from here. I have one person that I want to call out tonight. And it sucks because I hate, I, I don't hate this guy. I love this guy. Mitch Marner. Yeah, I knew that's who you were going to say. What's going on? What's, this man hasn't scored since the first or second week of May. He did not score once in this series. And I know hockey comes down to more than, you know, goals and assists. And I know there's advanced metrics that can point to how good and how important Marner is to this team. But even just looking at box score stuff, Marner did very, very little to nothing this series. Trevor, I got a stat for you tonight. I have a couple stats. This is the first one I'm going to read off tonight. Nylander, Marner, and Matthews combined for six shots tonight. You know who had six shots tonight as well? Zach Hyman. Justin Hall had five. When you're, I granted, John Tavares is out, but that that can't be an excuse to blow a three-one lead. Unfortunately, that can't be that can't be the reason. That can't be the yeah. answer to the question. Well, if we had John Tavares, maybe this thing would have gone six. It yeah, can't. Well, I that mean, can't. We, we got a three-one lead without John Tavares, so. Exactly. Not the answer. I'm I'm just saying like, it it, it just, it's almost like the perfect storm for an anti Marner team. I like, like a team that hits with a really good goalie is like the antithesis to Marner's game. Like Mm -hmm. he needs free space. He needs to know that he's not going to get popped and he needs to have an opportunity to score because price was a straight up wall. Um, Not, not just for Marner, but for everyone. I mean, he just filled up the net He's so calm, dude. In his in his post game, dude's like half asleep. Like he does not have a pulse, and he just goes out there and does his job. It's incredible. I have I have two things about um, Carey Price. I'm glad you brought him up. Thing number one, which is a number, another quantifiable stat. Since being down three one, besides the one pity goal that Nylander got at the end, do you know what Carey Price's save percentage was this series? Like ninety five or something. Nine fifty two. Yeah. Bang on the money. Bang on the money, Cheddar. Exactly. This is the second thing. More uh, an observation that I noticed. As soon as this series was, was over, 
you would expect a team coming down from a 3-1 deficit would be way more jovial, way more celebratory in their celebrations. Nope, not Carey not Price. Carey Price was stonewalled. He was calm. He was cool. He was relaxed. Like exactly that this team knew that they had this team, that they had the Maple Leafs mentally. Yeah. And that was the biggest thing besides the numbers, besides the gameplay. That was the biggest thing that got to me. They definitely, they, they knew they had us, I think, by, by puck drop. I think I'm just tired of getting out physical in every single playoff series. I'm also, I just feel terrible for one, Jason Spezza, who left it all out there for this series. He had a great series. I feel bad for Joe Thornton because I think his effort was really needed. And I feel bad for the healthcare workers, man. Like that sucks. Like I'm, they had I'm a, sure they had to watch had, that abomination on ice, bro. They, I'm sure they had a good time and it was a good outing, but it sucks. It just sucks that we didn't come out fired up like Montreal did when they got fans back in the building because that's no. the first that we played in front of too at home. Exactly. I'm glad you brought up Spezza as well because this ties into some that's on the broadcast. The last time Leafs got the first round was against Jason Spezza and the Senators. Back in 2004. That's crazy. I don't know what that. I don't know what that means. I don't know if that's poetic or anything like that. But that's so. We're coming up to 20 years now. Like screw the screw the cup. This team can't get out the first round. Just just win a series, please. Just do something. I don't know. That's 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 scary because we were four years old when that happened. I mean. That is incredible. I mean, my parents, when the Leafs last won the cup, were like three or four. So it's a whole poetic, I don't know. That's just crazy. I don't know. My little brother was two months old the last time the Leafs won the World Series. That man is going to be legally able to vote next year. Crazy. Absolutely crazy stuff. I want to run through the goals really quick because kind of kind of symbolic, a little bit symbolic. The other thing with Marner is Marner looked like a deer in headlights out there. There, He looked just nervous this game. And I know he looked pretty anxious in the last game as well. I know he's, def- he's definitely beating himself up. And I don't want to like yeah. pile on that. But, you know, there has to be some accountability somewhere. And like I said, like maybe that's a conversation we can have another time. But Brendan Gallagher takes the puck from Marner and is able to get it to the other end pretty quickly. And it just looks like Marner's handle is loose during that possession. Like, it's out in open ice. He's able to just get the puck out beneath him and just go. So that kind of shows me that maybe it's like psyching yourself to the point where you're not really, like, mentally, actually mentally there. You think you're there, but you're not because you're making yourself believe that, like, okay, I need to do – it's almost becoming, like, a robot and not actually feeling it out on the ice. Corey Perry also got a goal which is also symbolic after what happened in the first game and the whole controversy with him and the JT hit for him, him getting that second goal. I knew this was over. I knew it's like, it's poetry in motion. It's like, if he's going to get the second goal after the reactions from Leafs fans, granted, some of it was probably fair, but just to see him go, I was like, this team, this team doesn't have enough like or bite to be like, okay, let's get riled up. Like Corey Perry scored on us. And that's getting into like, the kind of the toxic hockey culture mindset of it, but it's kind of the truth. It was kind of like, okay, this is, this is over. And Tyler Toffoli got an empty netter like that. That's just icing on the cake. 
Bro, I don't know. At this point, I'm not sure. I, I think we talk about Toronto as a destination for free agent players and, and people want to play in Toronto. I don't think it's that anymore. I think this city is too toxic about the Leafs and so much pressure is on this team. It's just a, na- a bad cloud around this team right now. But but what I wanted to get into a little bit is where do you go from here? What do you do? Like, like okay, the goal is to win a playoff series. We got that. Kyle Dubas has assembled a team that on paper looks like it should be winning a cup. And, the, and in the regular season looked fantastic. And then it, it like, I don't know what you do from here. This team should be winning by all accounts. And, and, and I think, like you said, there isn't the oomph factor and we haven't had that for a long time and, and bringing in, I mean, a few guys isn't going to fix it. I mean, it's gotta be a culture thing. It's gotta be up and down the lineup. I think that's where you could make a change, but then it's, you're talking about some major, major overhaul. And I don't know if that's going to happen. So Again, saving this conversation for later, but my immediate like gut reaction is this team needs to take a cold, hard look in the mirror at its construction, running it top to bottom. This team needs to take a look in the mirror and figure out, okay, what is actually going wrong here? And I know there are guys and I know there's people on Leafs Twitter who follow the team way more in depth than we do that say keeping Nylander, Marner, Matthews, and Tavares is good. You have that much offensive firepower together, you're just scoring goals and waves, and that's the way that the league is going. My concern is Nylander, Marner, Matthews, Tavares doesn't bring a lot of balance from a roster perspective on the defensive end. And I think, again, not the most well-cultured, well-adapted Leafs fan, but I thought the defense was relatively fine. I felt like the defense probably played over his head to the capability that I can when you're assigning guys at the minimum and signing guys at smaller AAVs and stuff like that because you've invested so much on this offensive end. Yeah. My, I think one of them has to go, at least one. At least one of them has to go to find – this team needs balance. This yeah. team needs more on the defensive and especially the goalie end. Like – Jack Campbell, I do want to give like some props to Jack Campbell, like for a career backup to play in over his head during the regular season is definitely commendable, but I don't think Jack Campbell is your long-term solution at goalie. Anderson's out. Anderson's out. Anderson's gone. That's, that's known given how this team went to Campbell that he's gone. And it sucks for Anderson because the Leafs consistently worn him out every single time we got to the postseason that this man was done by the time we got there because of the defense, because the defense wasn't as strong as it needed to be. I know these one-for-one trades don't really happen in the NHL, but this Leafs team needs to invest in an answer at goalie, a homegrown answer or a bona fide solidified answer. And this team just needs more. I don't know if defense is also the right answer, but I'm seeing Nylander, Marner, Matthews, Tavares. That seems just unbalanced to me. It's just too much of one thing and not enough of things it's just like you said like like if you look at the team that just beat us you look at a roster of guys who almost look the same up and down it i mean they're all physical they're all gritty they all do the little things right you can't really point to a guy on their team who's an offensive superstar i don't think um 
but they just grind and we're, we're missing that. And the other thing is too, when you have this much offense and you run into a goalie who is just built different at this point, that's, that's it. That's, that's game. When, when you're not a balanced team, you have one thing that can trump you. And that's what happened in this series. You got trumped by the one thing that could take you down, which was a hot goaltender. So Trevor, what you're telling me is this team, this hockey team is the equivalent of the Houston Rockets in the yeah. playoffs. Yeah. But can't get out the first round. Yep. I mean, they're the, they're the Houston Rockets. They're the Chicago Bears. I think that's a really good one because they have all the other, they have an amazing the Bears have an amazing defense. We have an amazing offense. They refuse to invest in the thing that they need, which in the Bears case is a quarterback in our case is defense. So, I just think or a goaltender that isn't going to get burnt out by the time we hit the postseason. Yeah, exactly. But I, I can't fault Campbell, man. I can't fault Campbell for this series. He was good enough to win it. He, he, he no, he isn't. He isn't the problem. He isn't a problem, but he's a symptom of the problem. Yeah, yeah. What did we lose by? Two one or three one? Three one, right? Three one. Yeah. Perfect. Like, if you allow three, if you told me we were going to allow three goals tonight, I might say we were going to win. I might say you, that because we're so offensive like we just couldn't score man would you believe me if i also said the leafs had more shots on goal than the canadians that's i i would believe you actually because price is so he's just different but 29 and 24 man by my count that may be a little bit off but the leafs had more shots on goal tough evening tough evening indeed is a tough evening i'm gonna go cry to some olivia rodrigo tonight sounds good i don't know what all the other leafs fans are gonna do but all I can say is this team needs to take a hard look in the mirror and some heads are getting chopped off. Unfortunately, Absolutely I don't know who, they but, are, this bro. Is, but I don't even want to say this as like a typical Toronto fan, but this is just absolutely unacceptable. Yeah, it sucks. All right. Thank you for listening to our emergency meeting of a podcast. Uh, sucks that you had to join us under these circumstances, but Hey, uh thursday is going to be a new day check back for a new episode on thursday and uh it's been a pleasure peace peace